So welcome to Jedi Fun Time, episode 12, the only Star Wars podcast with their very own Ewok princess. <laughs> and she's present with us. And she is present with us. We are going, I'm, I'm your host, John. And this is Jimmy. And I am the Princess Samantha. Continue talking about Celebration 7, which we started last uh, podcast episode. I, of course, was not there, because uh, I'm lame. Jimmy and Samantha were there, and uh, we have a guest that Jimmy knows that was also there. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a few years now. I, I originally met him on Rebel Scum, which is a website uh, uh, forums that uh, people like me who collect autographs like to uh, trade with other uh, community members. And I bought a few autographs off him, and then I uh, got in touch with him like probably through Facebook. And I, I think I've known you for, for a few, few years now, David. And yeah, I guess a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah so um, this is uh, David Smith. He's... Uh, you know, he, he's an autograph hunter like myself and has tons of it. And uh, he also uh, has a, um, a website that he does off uh, Facebook called Bright Tree Village Customs, which what he does is he does uh, custom card backs of uh, basically your, you know, Star Wars characters. And he also do other, uh, does other uh, characters as well besides Star Wars. But primarily Star Wars, Star Wars he uh, focuses on, and he makes not only the custom action figures, he makes the card backs for them as well. And um, anyone who's interested in, in having a... Uh, action figure that wasn't made by uh, you know either Kenner or uh, Hasbro or whatever you know that uh, he makes for you and they're they're pretty spot on accurate that's you know that they look as good as the originals and uh, so uh, yeah so uh, we have you on the show and uh, we uh, obviously met for the first time at uh, celebration and uh, it was mm-hmm. really cool meeting you it's not it's always nice to put a face behind the behind the name and uh, we had absolutely a good, yeah we had a good time I wish we spent more time but I know you're you're busy you're working you're uh, you were check, you, you had your panels you had you had your itinerary for the day and uh, we were always like at th- separate times I know at um, closing ceremonies of celebration we were both at Disneyland at the same time but uh, I think you were on one <laughs> yeah. end of the park and I was on the other and I was on yeah. one ride and you were somewhere else so we'd never really uh, uh, reconnected but I'm sure we'll uh, we'll I'll see you soon for sure uh, probably the next celebration or any, anywhere anywhere else before that so yeah, um, yeah so about that how was uh how was uh, celebration new? How was your experience with that? Was that your oh, first celebration? Wow. It was great. It was really great. Uh, this was my first celebration okay. uh, I ever attended. It was uh, better than I even imagined. Uh, it was super thrilling. Uh, I mean, it was a blast all around. I couldn't say enough good things about it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely overwhelming. Overwhelming by meaning just how many people. I mean, the the venue. It was a big enough venue. So we weren't like elbow to elbow, but there was still a lot of people. It's just there was just so much going on, and you know you you had to kind of plan accordingly if you wanted to get to certain places and stuff. As far as what I mean by that, as far as if you wanted to see a certain panel, you needed to get there. And by my mean by getting there, you needed to get there like super early just to wait in line for it. And we're talking like hours just to get in this wow. thing. So I mean, I don't think there's any other science fiction show or movie set that would have a, a, a convention as large as what Star Wars does. Yeah, Star I mean, Trek maybe comes close. They no, have it in Vegas every no. year, but I don't know how big it is. No, because Star Trek has multiple cons throughout, or they used to have multiple cons, and they were never the size of what Celebration is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely huge. So what, what was your what was your views on that, David? What, uh, how was your day one when you first walked in and had your pass ready um, to go? Yeah, day one. Uh, well, uh, you know, I stayed with some buddies and stuff. You know, we kind of rented a house together and everything. Uh, a lot of them are doing media and stuff, so they had to get up super early to get down there and uh, get everything set up. And you know, some other friends were actually going to you know wait overnight in line for the uh, the opening ceremonies and everything. And I kind of took a more casual approach to things. I uh, I kind of strolled there right about opening and just kind of waited about an hour or so and got in. Um, 
a little bit disorganized by the staff as far as, you know, ordering people where to go, like where to, uh, you know, redeem autograph tickets and such. But, uh, you know, once I got my lay of the land, it was all right. Yeah. They seemed to get it together pretty quickly. I think they realized that, that they weren't quite prepared for it. You know, they, they weren't mm-hmm. letting people in the one doors because there were yeah. people waiting in the queue line. But they started to figure things out as it as it unfolded. And, and by by the second day, they had it. They had it a little more well established. I think they had too many Indians and not enough chiefs. So they were definitely well-staffed. They just didn't know what to do and probably what to expect. But they definitely had it under control by the weekend. But Thursday was chaotic. So, I mean, while you were at the autograph hall, we decided to tackle the, cel- the Celebration store to get our, our, our merchandise stuff because I knew from um, Celebration 6 it was that stuff goes quick. So we made it. That was our first first thing when we got showed up there on Thursday to go there, and we waited probably, what, two and a half hours in line? Yeah, just, that was our whole morning yeah. until we met up with, with you, David, and, and the other guys. I mean, that's what we did. Was it Thursday or Friday we met up with, with, uh, with you guys? That was Thursday, I thought. Yeah, it probably was. I don't know. It was all sorts of blurry. There wasn't a whole yeah. lot of sleep and stuff. There was yeah. a whole lot of activity, But that, was our, so, that yeah. was our whole morning, and then we did one walk, one quick lap around, and then it was time to go over and, and meet them, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, we, we basically with uh, David, like his media his media friends they stayed with it and there was mm-hmm. also other people that met up as well that didn't stay at the house they did and yeah. uh, th- basically we used the ad as our uh, as our meeting meeting grounds so. but mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah. kind of, kind of it was, hard to miss right yeah it, 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 well, it could have been well no it's off to the <laughs> side it was yeah, yeah we did side. have to look for it I had to ask a few people like uh, I don't know how. Why am I asking people where this damn ad is? I know this thing is like maybe you know at least two stories tall. I'm like, why am I asking people where this thing is? I go, I don't see it anywhere. And they're telling me, oh, it's in the back room over there where basically the uh, celebration, uh, the main stage curia hall was at. So I'm like, oh, okay. It's probably the only place left to put it. Yeah, there was no. I I was there with you, man. I didn't get a program when I first walked in, so yeah, I was like, oh, a whole other room, you know, discovery. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Once I got into. Yeah, right above everything else, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was our whole morning in line, essentially, and you were waiting for things to get like restocked, and I stood right. in the line and followed the line around. Yeah. And if she didn't do that, we'd be waiting longer. So good thing I had a spotter to, 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 to wait in line to buy things that she actually didn't have or we didn't physically have yet because we were waiting for them to restock. And it was like it was almost like you know the line like just Black started Friday. piling up, yeah. and then and then it was snake. They kept snaking it around further and further, and I, that was the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna stay right here. With the, I just made a buddy in, in line, the, you know, this girl, and we we stood and talked the the entire yeah solid two and a half hours. We were in Did line. Did you tell her about the podcast? Of course. Okay. Good. We made her take multiple cards. Excellent. <laughs> she, she did her job. She networked. <laughs> um, so, uh, David. Uh, so did you check the were you able to check the trailer trailer out? Were you able to get in the arena for that? Uh no, I didn't actually. No. Um I saw it when I was actually waiting in line to get in. And, uh it was it was kinda crazy. Uh, everyone kinda saw it at once and it was just hysteria and cheering. You know, you think they were parading celebrities through at the time, but just mm-hmm. everyone in line was just constantly watching that trailer when it got released right before the doors opened. Yeah, I, I wasn't like the rest of the, the, the super fans. They were there 5 o'clock um, the night before, <laughs> and they camped out on that hard concrete floor. I mean, the only cool thing about that was they got free pizza from J.J. Because J.J. ordered a show. Yeah, that was a real class move. That was why cool. they were waiting. So wow, that was cool. a really cool thing that he did. Well, then the girl was in he, line. Was he at Celebration? He was. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because the, the girl in line in the store in front of us was telling us about, was telling me about sleeping on the floor and, and getting pizza and all of that. So. Yeah, we, we missed J.J. by an hour at the airport because they obviously uh, – 
we were a par um, part of a forum group on Facebook as far as, you know, it's called Star Wars Celebration, you know, and everyone that was basically attending that weekend was part of this forum group. So people were posting when they were coming in that they saw JJ at the airport, and then we were basically coming in from Chicago, and we were like, well, we were probably like almost, almost ready to, get to uh, land in L.A., and JJ was already at the airport. So oh, like, oh okay. man, so we missed a buy an hour. So, so yeah, he came in Wednesday nights. Um, Seems like a cool guy, though. Yeah, he he seemed down to earth. He was taking pictures of a lot. Everyone that would, I guess, would stop and and identify him really. So, so yeah, really he seems cool. very personal. Oh, he was walking the sure. floor and everything, huh? I think he was walking the floor Wednesday night because that's when everyone's kind of like getting things situated, yeah, yeah. getting things uh, uh, organized and uh, ready for Thursday. But I believe he was also was doing it Thursday. Too. As I heard Thursday, but not wow. after that. But as far as the weekend, yeah, no way he, he'd be swamped. But I, 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 for a matter of fact, he was. He was actually out by the fountain, which was like the main place before yeah, you yeah. go into the convention center. There's this huge fountain which you saw pictures mm -hmm. of yeah. everyone gathering. He was actually out there, so he was there Thursday. So, so just that he would do it at all is cool. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, so. Um, yeah, uh, talk about your little uh, your your sleeping arrangements that you had at the house. It's kind of a cool cool story of what uh, <laughs> everyone else had their own room and you chose uh, you chose to rough it on the floor, huh? <laughs> yeah, we well, we, it was kind of a rotating. We we uh, rented a house uh, about a half mile from the convention center. Uh, there was uh, ten of us that stayed there, and uh, I think it was a three or four bedroom house I actually didn't even explore the whole thing there was so much else going on that I had better things to do but uh no I uh yeah I, I slept in the tauntaun a couple of nights on the floor yeah that was interesting I felt like Luke Skywalker uh, you know caught the couch one night and a couple of nights I got a bed to myself so that was just really perfect but yeah you know it was, I wasn't really there to sleep you know I was just there to kind of rest and gather my items you know for the next day's activity it was it was very very busy you know there was we had a nice pool we ever we never actually even went in the pool you know so <laughs> yeah. too much to do too much to do i don't do. think it was really that warm for the pool but it was nice but it wasn't that nice as far as pool yeah it was too. nice i yeah. guess it depends on where yeah. you're from that's true yeah, I'm pretty sure anybody from Anchorage thought it was amazingly warm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted you to, to share the Tauntaun story because that was hilarious. Seeing the pictures awesome. of this thing laying out right in front of the fireplace, like it was a so bearskin rug. So was this was this like a sleeping bag Tauntaun, or was this like a no. carpet? Or it was a sleeping okay. bag, a sleeping bag. Okay. No, yeah, they make it. It's a, it's a sleeping bag Tauntaun. I forget who puts it out. Uh, they also make a big Wampa rug uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've seen it on Think Geek, and they always have a girl in a slave lay outfit laying on the rug. Well, of course. <laughs> Yeah, it's very cool. It has like a little lightsaber you can pull for the zipper on the inside. It looks like Tauntaun guts, so oh, it's really cool. Really? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So gross. We were at, uh, we were at C2E2 over the weekend. There was a shirt that I should have bought because I'm still thinking about it. It's awesome. And I like the shirts that not everyone has, you know. And the shirt, it was basically, it was, it, it was a picture of like Luke in a cartoon version with like X eyes and complete smiles and happiness. And the, the shirt read, happiness is being in a Tauntaun. And it has him sticking out of this thing. And the Tauntaun's <laughs> dead. It's got like the X's for the eyes, obviously. <laughs> It's like, you know, it's completely gone. But it was this hilarious shirt. I'm like, oh, I should have got this. So I got to look that up online. Hopefully it'll be on sale tomorrow, you know. Yeah. So. Their internet's here to stay, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, tell us, like, uh, what, for the rest of your time, were you just, uh, what was your focus on what you were, uh, what panels you wanted to see, people you wanted to meet? Seeing you, you met Filoni, um, were you able to get his autograph? Were you able to uh, talk to them? Any cool uh, experiences that you had while you were there? Well, you know, I mean, I, I definitely checked out all the panels. You know, I think they posted a top 25 panels you shouldn't miss. And, I, you know, I used the uh, Celebration app to kind of get myself situated, uh, find out, you know, uh, who, who was hosting what panels, uh, what, what autographs that I wanted to get. 
Thursday, uh, first thing I did was get my autographs knocked out. I mean, I know how it was going to be on Saturday, and uh, I mean, I successfully got all my autographs knocked out within two to three hours, I think. So pretty much mission one was accomplished, day one, first thing. Um, uh, after that, it was just a matter of going around and uh, people spotting. I mean, I saw as many Star Wars-related celebrities just walking around as there were guests there. Uh, if you kind of knew who, who you were looking for, uh, you know, you'd spot them. <laughs> it's, uh, it was really interesting. It was, it was, it was uh, fun to see so many of them out. Uh, but, yeah, you know, a lot of times I, w I met uh, Dennis Muir in there. also ran into uh, John Knoll after their panels. Um, you know, we just kind of stood by the side door. They came out there, and as long as people were, you know, nice and orderly, they more than happy to take photos and, and sign autographs. Uh, we uh, we did go to the Rebels red carpet. Uh, yeah, Dave Filoni was real nice. We got autographs from him. I'm probably one of the few people who doesn't have a custom sketch with their Dave Filoni autograph because uh, he's been known to do that. Oh, uh, he was signing at the Hasbro booth for an hour one morning, but oh, by the time I'd heard about it, I kind of missed out on that one. Oh, okay. No, I, I I didn't I didn't hear about that. I seen uh, Steve Sansweet. Obviously, he had his own uh, booth, and he was um, mm, yeah. he was meeting guests and stuff for a while. I wasn't sure if he was doing it all weekend, but I definitely seen him there on Thursday. So. Yeah, he had certain hours posted where he was in there. Uh, the line wasn't too terrible. Real nice guy, you know. He was uh, signing autographs for free and, uh, oh, wow. you know, really cool. cool. It's really cool to see all the uh, collectibles that he has from the Rancho Obi-Wan display there. Yeah. You know, I, I, I got to see a lot of uh, Friends custom figures on display, you know, just interesting artwork and just strange things. It's it's amazing, you know, the creative things that star wars fans will come up with oh yeah there was definitely anything you can think of was there the one that i can come to mind right now did you see the one that was a, a star wars a darth vader toaster is this the, uh, yeah. is this the toaster that toasts the star darth wars. vader symbol into the no, bread it's, yeah. it toasts star wars mm -hmm. onto the bread but it's, it was but, a, it was the head as the toaster okay yeah there was one i saw that toasted like the symbols mm -hmm. of certain things into the bread my favorite were the mr potato heads those are awesome the, yeah. that were all characters <laughs> those i are mean cool. those right. were my favorite now, uh, did you grab any uh, custom figures there at all that they had? Um, not really custom. I guess you would say through uh, General Giant or anything like that. Or no, I didn't really. I honestly, I I, I didn't buy any. Well, I did buy one toy, but it wasn't even Star Wars. I, I bought a little uh, Battlestar Galactica Starbucks figures. Uh, I'm Basically. using it for customizing for my Logan's Run series that I'm going to put out later this year. They actually sold uh, there. <laughs> but, yeah, that was the only toy I bought. Honestly, really? wow. that's that's surprising. Wow. But, uh, they you know, have... I looked around, but I just—I I didn't really see anything I needed, and you know, I kind of know the value of things, and celebration isn't really the best place yeah. unless you're going to wheel and deal a little bit, you know, and haggle, you know, which I, I did that a little bit on, on Wait Sunday, Sunday. But yeah. I really didn't see what I wanted, you know, they weren't interested. I think the vendors do very well there, uh, considering what it costs to get a booth and everything. It's marked up for a reason, so yeah. 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 But it's a good thing. Yeah. It's one less thing you have to worry about uh, packing and shipping back home with you. Right? Yeah, so. I didn't want to lug it across the country either. That's a, that's. Very very true. <laughs> yeah. Any other uh, panels that you saw? Uh, well, I, I I got to sneak into the Dennis Muir one, uh, and then also to the John Knoll one. Those were the right. only two I think I attended. Oh, I went I actually went to a podcast, and I actually got shut out of the action figure customizing panel. I showed up five minutes too late and oh, missed that yeah. one, which I was gutted. That was one I really wanted oh, to attend. You so know, were the doors closed, or were they just at max capacity? Doors were closed, you know, I asked the guy, and, you know, he, he wasn't having it. That was actually <laughs> one that I read the description of that, that I was she kind was, of interested in. Was, but, but a lot of those ones were overlapping other cool panels that we just couldn't, you know, be at two places at one time. So that's yeah. why we had to, Right. We had Saturday to, like that was me. I was double booked, and I, yeah. I just said I was going to wing it. You know, what I can do, I'm 
going to do. I'm not going to stress about it. You know, I'm here to have fun. So, you know, just to try to take advantage of whatever I could do, make the most of it. You can't do it all, you know. Right, exactly. So I think Saturday was Ian McDermott that we did. Um, no, I think it was no, either Saturday or Friday, one of those That days. was Friday. Saturday morning was when we went to um, Stars of Star Wars Rebels. Yes. And that's why we were we were there mm-hmm. and couldn't get to red carpet in time because there was something else we were doing. Right. See, this is why she's on, this is why she's part of the uh, the family. <laughs> of the Jedi Funtime family because she, she, she can remember the days and keep them straight. Check my accuracy, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> so we we didn't get to see everybody like up close, but but we got to see the the entire panel there. But back what you were saying, Dave, about the crazy prices they were there, and just it was the market for a reason. Obviously, they're, they're going to get their sales. So yeah, they had a huge. Someone made a Joydeca, and this thing had to be about oh, wait, four what, feet what, tall. What Joydeca from Episode One, uh, the ones that roll around the droids. Okay. And then mm, they're shield, yeah. self-shielded. Someone made that, a, a life-size one, four oh, feet wow. tall. That was this, really cool. Was, I liked did that, you see it, David? Uh, and, uh, did yeah, see, I did. I got did, some good photos of did it. Did you yeah. see a price, the price tag on that thing? Oh, it was for sale. I did not notice that, no. <laughs> By Sunday, it was marked down to to ten grand. Yeah. the low, low price. Oh, wow. Now, this thing was made, I mean, it was fabricated pretty nice. I mean, you could see it was, you know, it was, it was probably aluminum, and uh, you can, I was thrown off the fact that the, the, uh, I guess you would say the blaster part was made out of copper tubes, um, plumbing, plumbing copper tube pipe, oh, well, pipes. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah, just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. you would think you'd kind of detail it better if you're going to have a 10K price tag on it, you know. So, but it was otherwise it was pretty neat. But I'm just you know looking at the thing, I'm like, I could make that myself for half that price. And <laughs> I thought that life size rocket raccoon at C2E2 would have been too expensive. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they had that, and then I think right across from where they had a Dredeca, they had a huge like mural of uh, Darth Vader and. And, and Princess Leia. I'm, did you see the picture? Yeah, on, on yeah the I saw website. the picture. It was cool. And of course, that one, there wasn't a price. But just said inquire, inquire, <laughs> inquire about pricing. Well, we can only imagine that was twice as much. So if I was a ball, ballpark. But I remember seeing some of the prices walking walking around, and, and I go to um, like like antique toy shops and stuff and seeing some of that stuff. Like at the place I go in, up in Janesville, and I thought, like, this is at least double what I've seen. At, at at the store there, but so. that's what it's going to be because it's it's, yeah. a, it's an event that has it, it's dedicated to one thing, and it's people from around the world are going to be there. Well, and if it's so the one thing that you've been looking for, yeah. yeah, if it's the one thing yeah. that, that that you can justify it, sure. And not and not, not everyone's like us, where I mean, I go to two or three cons a year, yeah, maybe, maybe more. Jimmy goes to like thirty, give or take. You know, so I mean, for, for there's more know, and more every year, man. There is, and you know, I, I've been finding I, I like uh, cons for cons. Yeah. You know, like we went to one in India, and I thought that was as small as it was. I thought I really actually enjoyed that one. I mean, granted, there was a lot less people because there was a blizzard. <laughs> we, like we had the whole condo ourselves. But the in, yeah, there was, it was but, there was a level of intimacy there, which between, was really cool the, between people. I mean, even people that weren't Star Wars related, like we were able to stop and get pictures with uh, Brian O'Hallorhan and. Um, Oh, I always forget her name. Marilyn. Marilyn. I forget her last name. But, but from Clerks. Yeah. 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 And it was cool. I mean, they were packing up to leave early, but they're like, yeah, sure, you can take a picture with us. We're like, yes. We didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. Right. But I mean, we had plenty of time to talk to the Star Wars people that were there and, you know. Yeah. It's definitely. Anywhere else, you wouldn't have that. Any kind of those cons that you have, like, that are out of a hotel is a whole different experience than a Wizard World and these other bigger events. So. Yeah. I, um, I got to interview some of the people at, at Celebration, but. The rest of them, it was kind of like I either felt rushed. I, you know, I just, I just well, wanted so many quick, people. Coming I just in wanted a quick. Yeah. I didn't want. To, I'm not the type to hold up lines just so I can get you know talk to these people. Yeah. But the people that work there, official picks. I mean, I don't really want to bash them, but I, they, they get told what they need to do, and they just overall they just weren't really helpful. You know, I just you would think you know, 
you wait a long time, especially for Jeremy Bullock. A lot of people wait a lot for him. Yeah, a lot yeah. for him. Yeah. And they want to rush you because obviously they want everyone to get the autographs. But uh, Jeremy's one of those type of people that he will sit and talk to you. Yeah, that's right, why right. his line was so long every day that whole time at the at the con. I mean, and so. I understand why they want people to move through. Like you said, you want everyone to be able to meet, to meet right. the guy and get what they're there for. Yeah. But, I mean, nothing's worse than waiting in line for like four hours and then being like, "All right, see ya." Right. But some of these people that show up there, this is like we the, the people we just talked to on the previous podcast. That was our first. Con. That was their first convention they went to, and so. they got a and they got a free Jeremy Bullock autograph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did. They just, oh, had, wow. they just had to wrap a car to look like Slave One, right? So for someone that you know, that might be their idol, they want to talk to them. Then all of a sudden they're getting pushed, and you know it's like a yeah. conveyor belt. You know they just want just yeah. want you to sign and go kind of a thing. And it's just that that experience is just kind of takes the fun out of it. You know? Who was your longest yeah. autograph line that you waited in? Uh, I waited uh, like four hours out in the 105 degree heat on the asphalt to meet George Takai one time. George Takai, Star Trek. It wasn't even a con; he was just doing a, a private appearance at uh, Dragons Lair Comics here in Austin. Oh, okay. And he had a bigger line there than any convention I've ever met him at. <laughs> wow. What about a celebration? What was the biggest line? Did you wait for like a Kenny Baker or something? Because he wasn't feeling too good. Oh, he was actually, no, I didn't really go after any main stars. I helped okay. a buddy out with Mark Hamill, but I waited five minutes on Sunday. I was probably the last five people there. I just walked out five minutes. So, nice. no, I mean, I, I didn't wait at all. <laughs> but nice. I didn't get anybody major either except for Hamill, and that was like the last, probably the last uh, person, you know, he was signing that day. Right. So. Yeah, let's talk about that because actually, you actually posted a pic of him holding up one of your card backs that you had him sign. So that's like an awesome yeah. plug That's probably Worth the, that was probably worth the $125 you dumped for his autograph early, huh? Actually, yeah, that was uh, my, my buddy uh, Logan Cross at uh, Star Wars Custom Cardbacks actually okay. got that. I, w- I was shocked. I, I was, how did you do it? I mean, you weren't supposed to take photos up there, and he said it was really cool about it. So. Oh, okay. He gave him one as a gift and everything, so I was like, that's that's golden. I love that photo. <laughs> awesome. yeah, for sure. I was telling the uh, my co-host here that's, that's what you do as far as when you make these custom cardbacks and figures, you will make one, and you'll uh, when you send them either through the mail or if you see them in pre- you meet them in person, you'll make one for them to have, and then you'll have mm-hmm. them sign the card back, and hopefully they return it. So, how did you get started in all that? What was how did that all come? Uh, out? Well, well, I mean, I've always liked action figures. You know, I've always collected action figures as a kid. You know, uh, uh, I guess you know, seeing Star Wars. I guess I was five. I saw it. You know, and I kind of, I've always been a fan. You know, I kind of. Fell out of it, I guess, when I was 13, 16, I was chasing girls a little bit more, but then uh, I guess in my 20s, I kind of got back into it, and, uh, you know, I've always loved figures, so getting autographed figures just was a natural thing, I guess, and uh, it started bugging me that I was going to cons and seeing all these great Star Wars guests that didn't have a figure made for them, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I started, uh, you know, seeing other people's uh, custom card backs and stuff like that and researching it and found some, you know, good websites and stuff on the net and... Uh, got a starter from there, you know, and uh, our first year was really rough. Uh, it's a lot of trial and error, trying to get it right, you know, unless you're just a, you know, natural pro at that sort of thing. It, it takes a, a little bit of uh, time and patience on it. Um, you hacked a few, few of your cards up at first? Pardon? I said you hacked up a few cards at first? Trying to make yeah, oh yeah, we made up a few, and uh, yeah, some older ones are a little embarrassing, you know, when I look at the current ones. Uh, I um, use I work with different designers, like I said, I work with uh, Logan Cross at uh, Star Wars Custom Card Bags, he does the vast majority of the ones that we print up, okay. um, also work with my nephews and other designers as well to uh, okay. do, do different things, and also I don't like to overload any one designer with projects at any given time, it, you know, makes it stressful, okay. plus, you know, everybody 
everybody's designs and stuff are a little different. Everybody has different styles and stuff, so it's it's kind of cool to see uh, that come out in everyone's works. So, okay, uh, yeah, you know, we got a little better, I guess, after a while in it, and uh, kind of got more consistency where we were, you know, and my first card backs, so I was cutting them by hand, you know, with a exacto knife and a, uh, a ruler. So now now we do everything, you know, with a professional uh, photo cutter. It's it's. Uh, more consistent, you know, it looks more professional. Okay, so you have someone then that provides you the image then, and they you put it on the card then? Is that what you do? Yeah, yeah, I work with different people. I tell them kind of what I'm, what character I want, you know, what photo I want, uh, what template I want, and uh, send it off to them. I'll get it back, approve it, and then I'll send it off, have it printed. Uh, I use a local printing shop here in town. You know, we print everything out on the card stock, um, and I'll assemble them here myself and uh, put them together. Okay. What's your average like turnaround time for for something that's not too uh, complex? Like I don't know. Uh, when people place orders, I like to at least have uh, about a week or two to do it. Uh, I usually place my print orders on Tuesday and then print up, pick up my prints on Friday, make them on the weekends. You know, I have a day job, so uh, <laughs> yeah. I tend to have more time to do it on the weekend than any other time. Um, but yeah, usually about a, about a week, you know, because uh, you know, it goes through different hands. I like to give everybody a couple of days to do their work and not have to rush anyone, you know. Uh, right. Rush jobs can be kind of a headache, so. Right. Now, obviously, the majority of the work is obviously when you're making the figure itself. Because um, you do that scratch build, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's definitely a, the more time-consuming part of the process of doing one, yeah. I think the favorite one I think I've seen, and I'm sure you probably have cooler ones, but the one that comes to memory is you did one, was his name Dak or something? The um, basically the diner from Attack of the Clones who talked to Obi Wan. He had four arms. Now, ah yes, he yeah. he. I, I I was kind of following you with that when you were doing with that. And you were kind of trying to research what you would use. And what he did was he ended up grabbing a action figure from Mortal Kombat with Goro, yeah, Goro. with the four arms, mm-hmm. and he used that. Mm-hmm. He used that body for basically the baseline, and then he obviously made the, yeah trimmed it out. He trimmed it out, and then yeah. you know put the other pieces together so i thought that was really so you just has, have a massive like spare parts bin that <laughs> yeah you dig that's through. another thing i do at cons uh i, I try, to, try to get around and see uh you know the loose toys and the different vendors and stuff and uh you know i'll, I'll keep an eye on what they have wheel and deal with them and try to get good prices and stuff and you know i usually try to buy in quantity so i can get better prices on what i need you know um it's it's tough to make a figure, you know, if you have to spend twenty dollars on a rare figure to get started on it, you know, your end cost is gonna come up pretty pretty high on there. So yeah. I like to try to be a little bit more creative. Uh I like using uh Steve Sansweet's book, you know, the uh the ultimate action figure collector's guide is a kind of like a little great reference tool in Bible, you know, so you can kind of see the figures, you know, look what head, what torso, arms, et cetera you need and kind of piece it together, you know. Cool. Yeah, it's There's also, a lot of sculpt work too. You know, that's a another thing on there. I like to do some soft goods to finish off a lot of my uh, figures and stuff like that. Uh, been adding some like details, like using magnets and stuff in there to hold things together. Uh, like with the palm curl, I did uh, his lightsabers. You know, they're magnetic where they actually attach to uh, his side and actually attach and detach from one another. You can remove the blades and stuff like that on them. That was a Jedi master. Yeah, it's just a matter of fun. The right, right pieces and parts. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. What's your favorite character that you made so far? You know, I really, uh, I guess from the original Star Wars, two of my favorite scenes has always been the cantina, you know, with all the different aliens, and I always loved the uh, Jabba's Palace skiff scene. I love making skiff guards, so it's probably one of my favorite things. Uh, I I just like working in that color pattern with the muted colors. 
I, I like doing uh, the washes on them, and also, you know, uh, I use a, a texturing to give them a kind of like a sandy, dusty looking, you know, afterwards, you know, kind of finish them off, make them look realistic, like they've actually been in the desert for some time, you know, mm-hmm. worn and weathered a bit. I remember you did that skiff one, I believe, was it uh, was it late last year or something? I think you did more research trying to find a guy's name, <laughs> the correct name, than probably did the actual figure itself. And he was asking people on the internet, and he actually asked me too, and I, I gave him a name, and I was completely off. But uh, So he'd go as far uh, as... Some of them amazingly still don't have names, I found out. Yeah, yeah. got you, one uh, just named Skiffguard. <laughs> you would do his research as far as you would actually would contact the actor himself and say, hey, what was your name on the sets? And Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of them don't know it. I mean, I think Leland Chi is the one who comes up with all these names. And, I mean, the names were created after the CCG gaming card, you know. So that's the reason why all these obscure characters have their names. Yeah, it's funny. When we interview these actors, like Mike Quinn, he didn't have a character name until after the action figure line was uh, was released. So well, there were was, a couple of them, yeah. That's what you so were talking to Chris was, Parsons about, too. Uh, Pam and, Rose was the same way. And then Chris Parsons, he was insect head before. They called him Forlam. So it's kind of funny how it's like <laughs> the, when they read the scripts, that's just what they're, what they're um, yeah. you know, they just have basic names on the scripts, and then they're given names after way after yeah, the movie's well, out. Pam Rose was Big well, Head or something like yeah, that? She, uh, weird girl. Weird, yeah, weird girl. Weird girl. Weird girl, that's what it was. <laughs> that's right. So... So you know about it. So yeah, it's just kind of funny how they do how they yeah. do that, and you know, how do you find these people's names? And when you finally find them, I'm like, really? How do you spell that? So. Yeah, there's some of them are just strange, like uh, the skiff guard Weeba Weeba. I'm like, that's just a terrible name, Weeba Weeba. Really? They've been trying to name thousands of bit characters. Right. It's really hard to keep coming up with good ones. Uh, it seems like they're just like amalgam of a lot of the. Uh, characters names you know like robert coleman the ilm guy you know they'll just trevor coleman okay well, wing that one in or uh you know they did the uh uh Ithorian as a tribute to ron cobb who who designed the Ithorians uh from the clone wars and that's just basically an amalgam of ron's name they've done that with several different characters yeah and george, oh, okay. and george lucas's name was backwards in one of his action figures so it's, it's, uh, yeah and george the call yeah, yeah. yeah right. so it's, huh. it's funny to come up with this stuff it's like they don't, they don't think about it until you know because no, no one's having action figures of these these yeah. small time characters you know and, and then there's people like you that are actually bringing them up and uh, making them so was there any um, anyone like uh, any of these characters or I, I guess I would say actors that that you would either contact them through the mail or you meet them in person when they see an action figure themselves were they really like impressed by that uh, like an example was like yeah, Nick, I've, Jones, I've Nick Joseph was a, yeah. was a metal bearer and he was really. He was ecstatic that someone made it, made him an action oh, wow. figure. Yeah, that he was really cool. Was That's there anybody cool. else like that you could think of that was really excited to see what you made for him? Uh, yeah, I did um, some uh, Rebel Metal Bearers for uh, Nick Joseph and Derek Lyons. They were actually just thrilled about him, you know, and uh, just to, for them, you know, to finally have an action figure. And I found that in a lot of people's cases, you know, they just uh, they find it thrilling, you know, even if it's not a full complete action figure, even if it's just a card back of their character. They really kind of just enjoy those things. And you know, like I said, when, when I do try to send like for an autograph request through the mail, I usually throw one in there. It's a gift for them too. It's just a way to say thank you. You know, I think if you were in Star Wars, you deserve a character. I mean, come right. on. For sure, <laughs> exactly. The favorite autograph did you have, David? 
Ah, favorite autograph. Well, I'm happy to finally have Harrison Ford. You know, it's just, you know, to round off the main cast, you know, to be able to complete that. That was one I was real thrilled to get. That, um, I was really happy to get John Knoll at Celebration. I, I've been trying him through the mail for years, and uh, it was just thrilled to finally actually have him. Um, I did. I think I did a Raya Kirsch. He played a, uh, well, he played several characters, but he played a, a Raya Kirsch uh, um What's his? He's a uh, uh, Naboo pilot, actually. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it was just you know n nice to meet the you know these guys who you know like I, I totally geeked out on, on Dennis Muir. I was like, well, thank you for making my childhood movie so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just just avoid on him there, like yeah, really comfortable. But yeah, he knew. Yeah, what but, he but to meet these guys, you know, they're so uber, uber talented. Even beyond Star Wars, the things that they've worked on. I mean, it's just. Yeah. You know, without them, movies wouldn't be what they are. Yeah, I'm sure he definitely appreciates it because he obviously doesn't get the credit like the, your main casts and people that you, sure. you know that are associated with mm -hmm. Star Wars. You know, so it's kind of cool that these people actually know who you, they actually know who you are, and you know, you know, it's, there's so many more mm -hmm. people behind the scenes that help make it come alive than just the main actors, right. and that's what mm -hmm. you know. Luckily, we get to uncover that. Jimmy's really good at talking to people and finding this stuff out, and I didn't know a lot of, about you know. So like sometimes you'd have four actors play one character. I didn't know any of that until recently, and it's uh -huh. it's just astonishing. And it's such a huge amount of people that have had their hands in it. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, especially a character like Boba Fett. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, people stand there for him, right? Wow, it's uh, it's amazing how many different guys wore that costume. So what prompted you to do the? Uh, did we did we ask what started your like wanting to make the card backs for these characters? Did we ask that already? Oh, he, he, was always, um, he was always a fan. Uh, yeah, of just to kind of fill the void of you know not having oh, okay. uh, right, something to get signed when I meet meet the actors. You know, just you know, I'm not really a eight by ten type of photo guy. I really mm -hmm. liked uh, autograph figures a lot more. So uh, it was just a, I guess a ends to a means, you know, of getting them and making them. And I guess once once I started getting them to where you're they looked really professional and since I've already, you know, invested the time and money and paid, you know, my designers to do their work and everything else, I already have all this stuff, uh, you know, more than happy to make ones for friends and things like that. So, That's you know, cool. That's cool. it helps cover the cost and keeps the train going, I guess. <laughs> have you ever uh, thought about getting into like when you make the action figures themselves, getting more into like the molding of the characters or do you do, or have you even? Just a one, it's, it's that just is one, one I mean, I thing one I really things, want but... to learn here soon. Yeah. Learning how to do casting and stuff. Um, it, I'm yeah, either that or 3d printing. I think it would be really helpful. Like I'm trying to do this Logan's run line here, uh, towards the end of the year for the 40th anniversary of that movie. And, uh, you know, one thing I'm, I've been thinking about is I need to make little flame guns and I need like 20 of them. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, maybe they're going to have to, yeah. um, make one and have it cast or either invest in, you know, getting it 3d printed or something like that. But yeah, it's different options. And I naturally like to learn all that myself, you know, uh, so, there you are know, some, better some, to be sorry. able to do it all yourself if you can, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some outfits out there that you can draw up what you want, and they'll they'll do it. You know, they'll make a mm -hmm. small run of something for you. But me and Jimmy had actually talked about going in with a couple of people and getting a 3D printer just to, like, mess with it and try to learn do, how to do cool stuff. And, that I mean, that's one way to, like, that I see manufacturing really coming, like, 
to the average person. As expensive as it is for those printers, I'm, you know, you'll, you'll save money in the long run because right now, Force Awakens arm, Star Trooper armor is going for fifteen hundred bucks, and that's just basically mm-hmm. it's not even it's you need to sand it, you need to cut sand and prime it. You got to play together basically yourself. This, well, is no. just, this is just a casting of the mold. That's it. Let, let's be fair. If you're talking about making full suits of armor, the twelve hundred dollar three D printer not big enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can you can break it. Yeah, you're not going to be able to make full biceps, but you can. That's you can, true. You can piece it. You can piece it. Definitely the technology is there to make things a lot easier and a lot more detailed and accurate than one once can once you once can do, you know. So Yeah, it's a very interesting technology. So Harrison Ford, did you get it through the mail or did you uh, meet him in person? Uh no, a friend of mine. I uh, used a canine, canine autograph service uh, uh, out of New York, you I know. Heard about him. Yeah. He's he's yeah. known through Rebel Scum, so he's yeah. he's probably one of the go to like celebrity hounds that he knows where these people are and I'm sure they're probably sick of seeing him. So, he played. but if you need an autograph done, yeah. that's the guy you want to go see. So, yeah, being in New York or Los Angeles is a definite advantage if you're going to be seeking big yeah. name celebrities. You know, we, we don't get a lot here in Austin, yeah, right? <laughs> Especially when this movie comes out. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about myself going to New York because these guys are going to be on the talk show. They're going to be doing their PR, the runs and stuff. They're going to be going on these shows, and that's the only way you're going to catch them, really. Which is just sad yeah, because now's the time to do it while it's current too. Right. Because you know, like look at Sam Jackson, who doesn't like to sign Star Wars stuff now, but you know, back in the day he would. You know, right. so you never know when they're going to change their opinion on wanting to autograph Star Wars. Right. So yeah, definitely do it as soon as possible. Yeah, Ewan McGregor is another one that won't sign anything Star Wars now either. And really, it's I don't know. I just my views on that is the fact that if you feel that your autograph is going to be put on eBay and people are making money off you, then personalize it done you know end of story so well i mean personalizations can be removed they i've could. done it myself so <laughs> it just takes a little work but, the, but still, yeah there's yeah. still there'll be some smears and stuff i mean unless you do it with a uh, a magic erase marker kind of thing then then that can go but you know use a sharpie yeah it, it might take some work to get off but you're definitely going to ruin the finish yeah. you know yeah so. uh, the finish is a big issue yeah Let's uh, let's talk people watching. What was the uh, the best costume that you saw while we were at Celebration? Uh, well, I really liked the uh, guy who did the Darth Maul, the uh, cyborg Darth Maul with the stilts. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. amazingly awesome. Um, there was a little girl who did a uh, vintage Bespin Leia, which was really cool. If she, you took oh, her photo, she'd cut her hands like the wow, the yeah. figure. Yes. That was great, yeah. Uh, lots of comical ones. I like the uh, old Han and Leia where they had the walking walker and the cane and stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. You were talking about that awesome. one. That was good. We saw them yeah, outside. There's... How about the guys holding the Jesus signs? The uh, We're all going to go to hell. We're sinners for attending a Star Wars convention. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was a costume. I think he was serious. <laughs> no, that's, just, that's, just a, that's just a California. They, they were serious, but then you had the stormtroopers that were holding the signs as well, saying, "Lord is Vader." Oh. Vader is Lord. They they really came back at them. That was that was really funny because I remember walking out, and seeing them, and going, "Yeah, you know, because we're all godless heathens for attending a convention about a movie." Yeah, <laughs> we, we must be awful people with no souls. Right. Well, at least we know where we're going. Did you see the uh, two <laughs> man- with good company? With good company. <laughs> Did you see the two man AT ats that were walking outside? With the stilts? With the stilts. Oh, that's cool, too. Oh, I missed that one. Wow. Well, it was cardboard. Uh, it was pretty cool. I saw a spot-on uh, Obi-Wan Alec Guinness, uh, old fellow. Yes. Wow, it was a great uh, costume. Nice. I mean, it was spot-on. I seen him at Celebration 6, and yes, he looked really close. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, so it was pretty cool. Wow. Um, what else did we see? A lot of mashups, obviously, with the, with the characters. Disney, obviously. We had the... Uh, 
Elsa, Slave Leia, and you had all you know stuff the like Muppets. that. The Muppets and stuff like that. So it's, it was definitely a very good variety of just things everywhere. And you turn your head one way and you look another, and just, just so much stuff going on. It's just it was insane. It's it's amazing to see the skill and creativity and the time and and effort people put into those costumes. You know, it's it's always one of the highlights of going to the show for me. Me, me too. That was that was one of the coolest mm-hmm. things. I I just I felt a little overwhelmed at times, like like Saturday and Sunday, just trying to see everything there was to see. So, what else you got going on, David? As far as any uh, cons going, anything going on in uh, um, Texas? I'll be attending Comic Palooza here in May. I think I'll be going uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, going for Jason Isaacs, who voices uh, the Inquisitor from Rebels. Uh, that's yes. the main reason. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I seen I seen him. You know. Uh, available it was on uh, a website why well, can i'm just drawing a blank right now but uh i think it's autograph uh uh man i can't remember right now but yeah i saw i saw him there he's this is like the only con he's going to do here in the states isn't it that he has signed up so oh wow and uh i think what was he charging like 40 dollars an autograph which i was kind of just uh, i think it's like 50 i believe yeah. 50 now? uh you know he did the harry Walk. he did the harry potter work so yeah. a lot of people want him on that yeah I, yeah i have a feeling yeah. he's going to uh do he's going to be more uh more harry potter fans there than star wars right now so he was uh yeah, draco, draco's father that's mm-hmm. who that guy is so to those who don't know but um, yeah, it looks like a good show. Um, I'll be getting uh, Ari Lehman. Uh, you know, I collect some horror autographs. He played uh, Little Jason in the original Friday Thirteenth. And uh, actually, uh, now that we have a uh, the Force Awakens Chewbacca card back, I think I may go get Mayhew on that now okay. while he's there. Cool. Are you going to attend the one? Is what's the one that Carrie Fisher goes to every year? The Dallas is it Dallas Comedy or something? Yeah, or? she's in Dallas. I don't think I'm going to make that one this year. No. There's just so many going on. Uh, you know, it, this is the con season, I guess. You know, it seems that there's one going on somewhere around you or somewhere else in the world. I always try to send things to uh, other shows as well if I can get help with them. So well, a lot yeah. of times I'll have, cool. you know, three three things going on that weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> you uh, going to London? But yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am planning on going to London. Yeah, we're just nice. trying to get the things uh, worked out here. Um want to get my housing and things taken care of first you know i guess the yeah. travel the flight's going to be the biggest expense but uh yeah uh doing some research to figure out you know the, where, where the where's the best place to travel you know some people advise me to go to dublin before yeah. going to london and yeah. taking a boat or something i don't know Yeah, because you went to california uh, you know, like the week before right you went to california like the week before right you stayed before the convention started you did stuff out yeah, there you were there all week Actually, I got there like uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, a lot of my friends got in earlier and did the Star Wars night at the uh, Dodgers game and stuff, and you know, did other Hollywood type things. You know, like the Walk of Fame and stuff. Yeah, but no, I, I didn't get in until Wednesday night. Uh, I had a little short vacation. I had to pack it as much with as much as I could. <laughs> oh, okay, we thought uh, it must have been your other uh, house guests. I think Frank, for instance, he was there earlier. So yeah, probably, he, probably he got doing media stuff. Night, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, well, yeah, about uh, London. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's definitely cheaper to fly in Dunlin, uh, Dublin. And uh, I thought there was an underground that went from Dublin to uh, London. Yeah, it's cheaper to fly through Dublin. I do not like connecting flights. It's just my thing. But if I was going to fly through Dublin, I'd like to stay there a couple of days first, then go to London, because I always wanted to see Dublin. Yeah. yeah, it's true. While you're there, you might as well take advantage of how often you get to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, right now, they're projecting like a four or $500 difference to 
between flying into Dublin as opposed to going to London. I, I'd rather do that yeah, and, that's deal, what I've seen. and deal with the connection. So. Well, that's what I was saying. If I was going to do that, I'd probably stay a couple of days in, in yeah, Dublin. Absolutely. And then yeah. for sure. you, you need can to get, get a, a little page or something going with some travel advice. <laughs> you can <laughs> get some such. I think you can get from Dublin to London or England without flying. I mean, there's, probably a there's ferry. ferries and yeah, stuff, I'm sure. Way, there's ways to get over there. I think people, workers do it all the time. They, they, I've been I've been to London three times. You think I know how you can get from the from England to? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sure there's a celebration eight page already made up, and uh, I'm sure people are already talking about travel tips and everything right now. So um, cool. it's one it's one of those things. Yeah, we want to save up for, but you know, a year from now that that's gonna that's gonna creep up on us. It's gonna be. I'll be ready, and then the airfare is going to jack up, and then I'm hoping if if I'm going to go, I'm going to have it basically St. Patrick's Day will, might be the best chance as far as getting cheap airfare to Ireland. That's, I've been to that's when I flew to in March. We went to England twice. Mm-hmm. I think even twice in March. Once was during St. Patrick's Day, and they do a hell of a St. Patrick's Day celebration. By the way, even though it's not Ireland, well, there is lots of Irish people and lots of Guinness. Yeah. Lots of, yeah. Nice. It's a hell of a celebration. Was, but it, the buy airfare in March. Yeah. The, the con is not till July. So. Oh, see, I, wasn't, I didn't know that. I thought you meant it was like you near buy March. I'm like, March, wow, that's weird. airfares are the lowest because people are inquiring oh. and flying to Dublin. Yeah. I was like, well, that's a, really odd, that's a really odd time to have it. <laughs> I didn't realize it was in July. Now it makes more sense. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to try and do London. If not, there'll definitely be Orlando if it's not back in Anaheim again. So I'm not sure yeah. Orlando was confirmed, but... I've heard Definitely different London places was. rumored, so who knows? We, I know one thing for sure: it's either going to be uh, Orlando or Anaheim because they're not going to want to have it anywhere outside their Disney Disneyland parks. So, hey, who says there can't be a new Disneyland in the middle of the United States? That would be nice. But I would being here in the Midwest, we would know they've started breaking ground. So, <laughs> <laughs> all we keep hearing about is Lucas's Museum that's going to be going on in Chicago. So, yeah, and everyone's, uh, always, yeah. everyone's like, "You're a Star Wars fan, isn't it awesome?" I'm like, "It's a Lucas Museum, not a Star Wars Museum." <laughs> a little different. <laughs> he did other things. Right. There was Probably American Graffiti. There was, was THX 1138. There was Graffiti. Yeah. Hopefully, the Howard the Duck display gets some love. That's the main attraction. All the Star Wars stuff's kept in the, on the your, West Coast. Take your picture with a duck. Move along. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> Move along. Oh, all right. Well, I, and that, you know, it's funny. Yeah. It's a little funny story about that is that back in the was it the late seventies, early eighties when that comic came out, mm-hmm. Marvel was getting in trouble with Disney because they said that Disney said it looked too much like Donald Duck. Yeah, which is exactly what it was kind of meant to look like. Mm-hmm. Now Disney owns Marvel. And Howard Duck, and the lawsuits are not dropped. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't know whatever happened lawsuit wise, but yeah, there was yeah. there was definitely some. Well, there's always some friction lawyer, there. Yeah, lawyer trying to. Well, I, I don't think the creator ever hid the fact that he was supposed to be like a, like Donald Duck's perverted like uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh boy. <laughs> so, really I, would, awesome. I would talk more, but I gotta get ready for work. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And you gotta me off. Oh yeah. <laughs> Monday morning. Boo. Yeah, Sunday night, Monday morning for me. So. Yeah. But uh, definitely, uh, it was awesome having you on the show, and I was, I was always curious how you, you got started because yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a fan. I follow. I, I, uh, I'm a customer. Thanks, I buy. It. I like your stuff. I buy it. So anyone else who's interested in uh, you know in cardbacks and uh, custom action figures, you definitely need to uh, check out uh, David Smith's um, website. Um, with Bright Bright Tree Village Customs. Bright Tree, yeah. Bright Tree, Bright Bright Tree Village, Village Customs. Customs yeah. uh, Bright Tree Village Toys. If you're on Twitter, yeah, there you go. trying to get a little. Uh, Little store set up, online store set up here to make it a little easier for people here. Uh, yeah, but that's cool. Got some 
big plans here in the future. Cool. We'll cool. definitely awesome. uh, we'll, we'll we'll send a shout out for that when we have the uh, podcast up. Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, we'll yeah, sure. we'll share your page yeah. for sure. Awesome. Appreciate it. Sounds good, man. Well, thanks. Thanks for the time. We'll definitely uh, look forward to seeing you again. Well, hopefully, it's uh, sooner than the next yeah, celebration. Yeah. Hope we run into each other here soon. Yeah. There's more and more shows every year, and I'm trying to expand, so you never know where I'll pop up. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cool. Thanks for taking the time, David. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. May the fourth. Appreciate it. It was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Take care. Have a nice night. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. Have a good night. Bye bye.